In the previous segment, we discussed the rules for the division of profits generated by a partnership between the partners. In this segment, we discuss the rules for the allocation of losses incurred by a partnership between those partners. Perhaps surprisingly, although there is a robust and complex sugya discussing the rules for the division of profits between the partners, as we discussed in the previous segment, there is rel- relatively little focus in the sugya on the division of losses. The Gemara itself doesn't discuss it, and the Rishonim don't focus on it. One of the few Rishonim who does have an important statement on losses is the Rambam. When the Rambam codifies the sugya, the Rambam writes that when Shutfin contribute unequal amounts of capital to a partnership, upichsu ohosiru. The Gemara talks about schar, about profit. The Rambam writes if they incur losses or if they generate profits, haschar oapchas b'neim b'shava. The profit or loss is divided equally as per the rule that we discussed in the previous segment, velolofimos. The Rambam goes on, he talks about Charlotte Ficha, and the Rambam paskins like Rafam Nuna, and he says, again, we paskin that it's Lamsa, Upiksu Oho Siru, whether there's loss or gain, Haschar Oapchas Lamsa, Rambam reiterates several times that the rules of that sugya, the halacha of Shmuel and Rafam Nuna, that we split profit equally, applies to losses as well. The Rambam repeats his Ashita later in Hilchashutfin, the end of Hilchashutfin in Perak Yud. We're discussing the rules there of Shvuas Ashutfus. So, in the course of different arguments between the Shutfin, Rambam talks about a case in Perak Yud Halachahay of two Shutfin, again, who contributed unequal amounts. One put in 400 dinarim, one put in 200 dinarim, and the one who put in 400 claims he had the money, he was the one involved in the business, he says that there was a loss of 500. There was a 500 dinar loss. So how was that loss allocated? So the Rambam says, Don't say that Ruvain is going to be believed with a shvua, with an oath, don't say that his claim of a 500 dinar loss is believed, and he can therefore force Shimon, compel Shimon, to contribute another 50 in order for him to bear half the loss, the loss of 250. Ella, Ruvain is not believed to do that, and Shimon doesn't have to contribute to anything. The implication of the Rambam is that if there was an established 500 dinar loss, that loss would indeed be split 50 50. Ruvain contributed. Initially, 400, he bears a 250 dinar loss, so he should end up with 150. There's only 100 left. On the other hand, Shimon contributed 200, he should bear a 250 loss, but he's down to zero. So he has to go into the red, and he has to contribute another 50. So at the end of the day, he'll have lost 250, his initial contribution of 200 plus another 50 that he has to make, that he has to give Ruvain now. And Ruvain ends up with the 100 left over from the initial contributions plus the 50 Shimon gave him, totaling 150. And he initially gave 400, so he loses 250. Rambam implies that would be the halacha, so once again, Rambam is telling us that losses are split 50-50. And here the Rambam is adding that even if that means, even if that exceeds the contribution of one of the two partners, he has to make a new contribution, a catch-up contribution, to make sure that he ends up bearing 50% of the loss. Ravid disagrees. Ravid, for some reason, didn't comment on the first Rambam. On this Rambam, he says, the Rambam is Lushitasi. Misha Amar, the Rambam who said, Shimon Chamishim, that Shimon has to make a catch-up contribution of 50 to end up bearing half the loss. 
Holech al derech shamer hu lamala. He's going l'shitase into the other Rambam in Perik Dalad that if one gave a hundred and one gave two hundred, hascharo aplas laemza. That's the sheet of the Rambam, with this additional chidush, that even if that means Shimon has to make a new contribution, that's what he has to do. Ella says the Ravid, I do not agree. Shimon doesn't have to make any catch-up contributions. No matter what happens, Shimon can never be forced to make new contributions. Why? Why? Shimon hasn't agreed to incur any additional liability to ensure Ruvain against any loss. The Ravid then says that they each, they each lose, they each have to take a loss in proportion to their contributions. Schar is split 50-50, as per the Sugi and Ksuvas, but losses are split in proportion to their contributions. Why are losses different from gains? That based on the reason of the Yushalmi, as per the sugya we discussed in Suvas, that the, the reason why they split profit 50-50 does not apply to losses, and therefore the Ravid says that losses are split in proportion to their capital contributions. So the Ravid seems to be making two points. He mixes them together somewhat, but the Ravid seems to have two issues with the Rambam, two objections. First, he says it can't be that Shimon has to make any additional capital contribution. Second, Rambam Shita, which he really already expressed in Perik Dalad, that losses are split just like profits, evenly, 50-50, not in proportion to their contributions. Ravid disagrees and says that the losses are lefimose. As we said, the Ravid is not really very clear, but this is how the Ravid is understood. This point is basically made by the Sma and Bach and other Achronim, the Sma and Simon Sadi Gimel, where the Mechaber brings the, the language of the Rambam in Perik Yud, about this last case of the Shvua and the 400 and the 500 and the 200. So the Sma says, Betur Mavur da Rambam Azulatameh, Rambam Azulashitase, that losses are split 50 50, Ascharo Abchasla and therefore if the loss was established, the full 500, Shimon would pay out of pocket, so he'd have to pay. Hashtashani Adua, but the loss is not established, Ruven is not Nemon with his Shvua. And Veloka Arrived, this is not like the opinion of the Ravid, Shakasav, Shabahefsud, Kalachan, Masulafim, Mamono. The Ravid says the Hefzud is split proportionally. Al Beschar, Kuliamod, and Dulamza, Schar is split evenly, Lafi, evenly 50 50. And then the Sma goes on, Gamavur, Shamvakan, the Haravid, Sphirule, the Aflus, Farazu. The Ravid also holds that even according to the Rambam, the Hefzud, Lamza, that the Hefzud is Lamza, not proportional. Still, he disagrees with the Rambam, even if we would accept what he says in Perigdalid, that in general, if there was a small loss, it would be 50 50. Nevertheless, when it's a large loss and it's greater than one party's complete contribution, he doesn't have to add anything, any catch-up contribution. His, his liability is limited to what he put in. Again, even if the hefzid is established, he never has to make a catch-up contribution. The Taz elaborates on the Sma. The Taz says that the, that the, that the Sma understood the Ravid, that the Ravid is making two separate Hasagas, First, he says, even if we accept the Rambam's basic rule that losses are divided evenly, that cannot require a party to make any further contribution beyond his initial contribution to the partnership. That the losses are split, uh, are not split 50 50. It's different from profit. Losses are split proportionally. The Taz then goes on and challenges the Sma's understanding of the Ravid. Not entirely clear how he understands the Ravid differently, but this is the. This seems to be the Pshat and the Ravid, as explained by the Sma and the Taz, according to the Sma initially, that the Ravid disagrees with Rambam on two points. <coughs> First, 
Rambam says Prophetess split 50-50. Ravid says even if that's true, but not that cannot require a partner to make any further contribution beyond his initial contribution. Second, Ravid disagrees fundamentally and says that the <coughs> losses are split in proportion to their capital contributions and are not split 50-50. How do we paskin? So the Shulchan Aruch in Simon Sadi Gimel brings the Rambam in the 10th parak in Shutfus that losses are split 50-50, even if that requires a capital contribution, apparently, except for the case where he can't prove it. He's not Neman with a Shvua, but he seems to bring the Rambam's understanding that losses, established losses, are split 50-50, even to the extent of requiring catch-up contributions. In Simon Kufai and Vav, as we discussed in the previous segment as well, he codifies, as he generally does in Choshen Mishpat, the language of the Rambam, Regarding the sugin ksuvos that pichsu o pichsu o that this pras or schar pichsu o hosiru, Rambam paskins that that goes that that goes uh, that that goes laemsa like shmuel like rav nuna, so the shulchan aruch seems to go entirely like the Rambam and he doesn't bring the rivet shita. However, in simon kufai and vav, after he brings after he brings the halacha of the of the Rambam after he brings Rambam's Rambam's language. That the that that every, everything is split fifty fifty, that's what he says in Sifhei, that everything is split fifty fifty. But then he adds Yesh Misha Omer. Some say that's only Begufa Mamon Shenishtatfu that the liability of the partners for loss is limited to their initial contributions. Lo, but he does not have an obligation to make any further contribution. Example in the Shtatfu Zebemadn of Zebem Masayim, one gave a hundred, one gave two hundred. Benifsed Akol, everything was wiped out. We don't say that he has to now make a further contribution of of uh, of another of another uh, of another fifty, so they can each bear one hundred and fifty in losses. We don't say that. We say that that we say that his liability is limited to what he initially put in. I said before the Rambam doesn't bring the Ravid. Even here, he's bringing the he's bringing the Ramat, which is the same sheet as the Ravid. That, that, that you don't have to that you don't have to make catch up contributions. The problem is, the Achronim struggle with this, the problem is that in Hilcha Shvua, he brings the Rambam in Perik Yod in Hilcha Shutfin, that says, because he's not Nehman B'Shvua, that's why Shimon doesn't need to make any catch-up contribution. The implication is that if the loss would be established, he would have to make a catch-up contribution. So what is the sheet to the Shulchan Aruch? It's clear that he's passing Islam, so he's certainly rejecting the, the other point to the Ravid, who holds that losses are different from profits and are split, are split proportional to the contributions. That he clearly is not accepting, he never brings that. But regarding the first point of the Ravid, that even according to the Shita, that losses are split 50-50, that the loss of a partner is limited to the liability, of, is limited to the loss of his contributed capital, and he cannot be required to make any further contributions, that we seem to have a steer in the Shulchan Aruch. Because in Simon Sadi Gimel, <coughs> by bringing the Rambam's language in Perik Yud and Hilcha Shutfin, he seems to be paskining that in principle, a Shutuf can be liable for more than his initial contribution. But in Simon Kufayin Vav, he brings Yeshmi Shomer, he brings the Shita of the Ramah, which is like the Ravid, then he cannot be held liable for more than his initial contribution. So the Taz, the Bachronim give various explanations, various attempts to resolve this apparent contradiction, and the, the Taz says that the Iker Lahalacha, the Taz, as explained by later Bachronim, that the Iker Lahalacha is what he says in El Chashutfin, that that's the Iker El Chashutfis, the rules that he lays down there, there he paskins like the Ramah, like that point in the Ravid, that the liability of a partner is indeed limited, to his initial contribution, and the and the Taz explains, Why doesn't he bring the Ramah in Simon Sadi Gimel? 
only the Rambam he brings over there, Divrei Rambam Lechud. Hainu, because the Ikra Din is what he says in Simon Kufay and Vav. In the Halach is a partnership, we accept the Ramah. Here he just tells you, in terms of the Halachas of Shuas, you should know that even according to the Rambam that, that disagrees with the Ramah and says that you do have extra liability beyond your initial contribution. He just, still, even the Rambam agrees that Shvua will not work, but the Lahalacha, he doesn't pass like that aspect of the Rambam. Lahalacha, he passes in this point, like the Ramah and the Ravid, that a partner's that a partner's liability is limited to his initial contribution. Why he doesn't pass in like the Rambam is an interesting question, but that's how the Taz and some Akronim understand the, the Shulchan Aruch, that he's passing like the Rambam, that losses are split 50-50, not like the Ravid in that point, but not like the, the Rambam, that that, that that can even mean that a Shurtif has to make an, an, an additional contribution to end up equal to the Shurtif who made a larger contribution in that. We passing like the Ravid and the Ramah, that a Shurtif's liability is limited to his initial contribution, and he cannot be required to make catch-up contributions in order to bear in order to bear a, a perfectly even share of the loss. Now, the Akronim have other answers to the, to the contradiction of the Shulchan Aruch. Some Akronim say, because of this question, or for other reasons, they say that the rules are malleable, HaKol Marsham brings in a couple of places, HaKol that the Dayan has to judge on a case-by-case basis what the assumption was, how they, should split the, how they were going to split losses, now, it's interesting. On the one hand, all these halachas, to some extent, are based on presumptions, as we discussed in the previous segment. The Rush explains that uh, the whole halacha of splitting 50-50 is based on an assumption of what they intended, and still we have rules that were laid down by the Talmud, by the Rishonim. Nevertheless, in this point of how we split losses, this point in particular, Postkim say, the Marsham brings, and it's hakol if that the rules are inherently somewhat tenuous, and they have to be augmented by, by the judgment of the judge who's hearing a particular case. One other significant quali- distinction, qualification made by the poskim, though, Rabbi Kimeger brings from the Chuvas Pnei Yeshua. This rule that we paskin, the Rambam, the Shulchan Aruch, that we paskin, that losses are split 50-50, that's only, that, that, oh, but, but on the other hand, but, but a partner does not have to make a catch-up contribution, a partner, th- 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 this point that a partner, is, even though the losses are split 50-50, that the partner's liability is still limited to his initial contribution, that's only where he actually made an initial contribution, even if it was smaller than his partner. Then we say, all right, if you gave 100 and you gave 50, if you gave 400 and you gave 200, if you gave 100 and you gave 200, your liability is limited to whatever the, your initially stipulated contribution was. However, in a case where somebody made no contribution, somebody contributed all the capital, then we interpret this differently. Then we assume that by, by giving all the capital, he was really loaning you half of it for your contribution. If one party put in a thousand and one party put in nothing, the, the Chuvus Pnei Yeshua says, then we assume that what he really meant to do was to loan you $500, and that was your contribution. So we view that as they each contrib- contributed 500 and one party has a loan to the other party for his contribution. Then, even if everything was lost, he certainly has to pay me based on, because it was a loan. When you borrow money, even if you get wiped out, you still owe the money. So here, the, the Chuvus Pnei Yeshua says... Here, the partner does have to pay Mikiso, even if he made, even if it's more than his initial contribution. If his initial contribution was zero, then we interpret this as a loan, and the loan he has to pay back, even if it's going to mean shelling out out of pocket. One final halacha regarding losses, after Sifay and Sivav, where the Shulchan Aruch brings the Rambam and then the Ramah, in Sivzayin, the Shulchan Aruch says, Yesh Misha Omer, he says, some say, Shem avdu that the previous discussion about splitting losses equally was limited to business losses. They bought merchandise and sold it for less than they bought it for. They had expenses and they didn't make as much as they wanted to. They, they lost money on the deal. 
However, if there was Gnev and Aveda, if there was loss or theft of the, of the capital of the merchandise, that is split Lefimos. The Mechaber says, Yesh Mishamer. The Shach says, Yesh Mishamer, Tema. What Yesh Mishamer? It's a Tosefta. It's an explicit Tosefta. It's a, it's a clear halacha. And Sivas has an explanation for why it's a Yesh Mishamer, why it's a Chiddush, but this is a halacha, more or less a halacha psuka. The Shulchanarach brings it as a Yesh Mishamer, but there's no dissenting view in the Shach and the Sma. And the, the Sma explains the reason is this has to do with the Sugya, again, that we discussed in the previous segment, the Sugya in Ksuvas that the Gemara does make an exception. It says that, that when there are most, when, 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 when most were lost, the Sma explains that when money itself becomes worth more or less, when the money is still intact, that split Lafi most. That was one exception to the Shita of Shmuel and Rafam Nuna. The Sivas challenges that and says it's not so simple to compare it to, to most, but in any event, whatever the Svara is, this is the Halacha based on the Tosefta, that the discussion of splitting the losses equally is limited to business losses, but if we're dealing with Gneva and Aveda, with loss or, se- loss, or, loss or theft, such losses are split Lefimos, proportional to the capital contributions, and are not split 50-50.